as well. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> yeah, we back, man. We are back. We here. Man, super duty tough work. And this motherfucker. As always, yeah. the most infamous podcast, Planet Earth and Beyond. Just trying to win, man. Yeah. It's not that difficult. Yes. But it is that difficult. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, it's always a challenge. Always. So we want to thank our, our li- loyal listenership mm-hmm. for rocking with us mm-hmm. and, and uh, helping us stay consistent and growing this year. Mm-hmm. 2000 grind team. Yeah, grinding as, it out. Yeah, man, as we just, you know, we put out the podcast every week without missing a week. Right. And uh, this is probably the first year we, we haven't missed a week yet. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah. Yo, um, I mean, it'll probably be a different week when they listen to it but uh-huh. t- you and tony's the the, the tony yeah yo like it yo that's bars dope. upon bars dog <laughs> that's dope. like the first 27 minutes i think yeah we're talking about the bike trip and yeah oh man i could have listened to that for another <laughs> yeah that, that shit was beautiful yeah yeah that, that was a good one i was real happy with that one yeah man. real happy and uh you know i've wanted to get him on forever mm. and it just worked out like oh he's in columbus now yeah i ain't gotta go down there and interviewing but uh yeah for those of you who uh who peeped the uh uh what booking agents are looking for episode with yes. my booking agent tony uh Cafaro, man a lot of jewels in there uh, i don't i don't know of any other podcasts uh where artists are doing what we're doing you know giving y'all the jewels and the keys to this thing yeah i ran into somebody at um um they did the the production thing for two by two yeah um and one of the cats was like Y'all giving away all the secrets. <laughs> he was like, y'all giving away. Ain't nobody gonna bump their head no more because they listening to Super Duty. That's good though, right? <laughs> it was like, exactly. I was like, that's yeah. the point. Yeah. I hope we are, man. Yeah, I hope we helping. I, you know what I'm saying? He's like, y'all giving everything away. Nobody did that for us, man. <laughs> right, right. You know, so yeah, we want, we want people to understand this game and just be better at what you do, man. Yeah. And uh, to do that, you gotta you gotta yeah, open the doors, man. You gotta pull the curtain back mm-hmm. because people, you know, they can't be accountable to what they don't know. Exactly. And once you know, then you're <laughs> accountable to that. And uh, we think that once people get this information, they just gonna take it and just just run with it, ball out with it. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, this this week, man. Oh, you know, shit. We might drop this this week. So uh, what's coming up next is the yeah Super Duty Live. Super Duty Live. <laughs> SDL. Come on now. <laughs> the live edition. The live edition. Say word. It is popping off. Uh, the long awaited. Mm-hmm. Sunday, July 28th. Yeah. At, uh, what's the name of the spot again? Uh, uh, Block Fort. Yeah, Block Fort. Block Fort. Super Duty Tough Work Live. Blueprint and Logic. We're going to be talking about the social media cheat code. Yes. We're going to be doing a Q&A with y'all. Mm-hmm. Kicking it. We'll probably have a merch table set up too. Nah, man. Y'all know what it is. You know. You know how we do. Is it, baby? <laughs> Come through. Come through. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's coming up next weekend. You know, so we want to see all of y'all out. If y'all in Columbus, come see the live experience. You know, we, we put out these podcasts and outside of SoundCloud and maybe Twitter, we don't get to really talk to the people who listen. Right. So, it would be dope to see y'all in the house and then get to chat with y'all afterwards and y'all can ask us pretty much anything mm-hmm. and we're gonna hang out and uh kick it with y'all man maybe we can bring the hoodies too I'll, yeah I why not think about that. yeah we'll bring the hoodies out yeah the hoodies you will know be there. have some merch 
merch. We'll have a merch table. And me and Logic will just be there kicking it with the people, man. Mm-hmm. They're doing a music industry conference that day as the second day of the two by two uh, music or hip hop festival. And you got to come out, man. Come out and see us on Sunday, mm-hmm. Block Fort, 11 to 7. I'm trying to get the specific times okay. uh, that we're, but I haven't been sent that information yet. But keep uh, uh, keep track of us on the social medias. Yes. On the gram. On the gram. For, for the latest updates. Tweets and whatnot. Yeah, the specifics. Once we get the specific time and all that stuff, we'll let y'all know. But until then, you know, y'all know what it is. Just Sunday, July 28th. Yeah. Block Fort. Yeah. Super duty. Tough work. Live. Live. Okay, mm. this week we're gonna do something we ain't done in a while, man. Yeah, I see. Uh, this is exciting, right? Yeah, this man. Back to, this this kind of the old format. Yeah, it's, it's the old joints. Old joints. Nostalgia. Yeah, classic joints. We ain't broke these out in a while. It's like, man, I gotta do this. There's too many funny stories going on. Oh, right it's a now. lot of stuff going on. And so uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do some news this week. We're gonna talk about, you know, this week in hip hop news and so many things that went on. And we're just gonna go down a list and talk about if people did the right thing or the wrong thing, you know, mm-hmm. is it real shit or is it bullshit? And uh yeah, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Where? We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Okay, we're back. Super Duty Tough Work. Y'all know what it is. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop news, man. Yeah. This, you, this week in hip-hop. Are you ready? Yeah, this week man. in hip-hop. This <laughs> is about to be great. Okay. Uh, first story. First story is titled Email Shows Iowa Officials Tupac Fixation Before His Ouster. <laughs> it's ouster. It's ouster. Ouster is a great word. Yeah. Iowa City, Iowa. The director of Iowa's social services agency was a huge fan of the late rapper Tupac, and he frequently let his subordinates know it. Emails obtained by the Associated Press show that Iowa Department of Human Services Director Jerry Foxhoven routinely sent messages to employees lauding Tupac Shakur's music and lyrics even after at least one complained to lawmakers. Then last month he sent another such email to all 4300 agency employees. He was abruptly ousted from his job the next workday. Wow. Foxhoven, 66. I <laughs> 66 <laughs> That makes it so much better. Come on, man. Told employees that he had been a huge fan of the hip hop artist for years. He hosted weekly Tupac Fridays to play his music in the office. 
He traded lyrics with employees and he marked his own 65th birthday with Shakur themed cookies, including ones decorated with the words thug life. <laughs> wow. The, <laughs> the agency released 350 pages of emails with the words Tupac or letter or sorry, number Tupac sent to and from Foxhoven during his two year tenure. He did all this in two years. <laughs> Whoa, this guy crazy. It's a book. Yeah, in response to an AP request, they show that Foxhoven marked the anniversary of, two, of Shakur's death, shared one of his lyrics about love on Valentine's Day, and used the rapper's image to try to improve the agency's culture. He told colleagues he was inspired by lyrics that included, it's time for us as a people to start making some changes. Wow. <laughs> okay, there's more, but I'm going to leave it there. Wow. Firing this man over Tupac lyrics. Right or wrong? Right. <laughs> you to, come on, bro. I didn't know you was going to say that because you be firing people every day. Okay. <laughs> no, man. This is a place of business. Like, it doesn't, does it say what type of company this was? Uh, it was a government. It was a, it's a government department of human services for the, the state. The part, yeah. It's a state government agency. <laughs> Come on, bro. So you keep your head up. You don't think that's a, a motivational message that could work with the employees? If if he had already been complained about at that point, he should have stopped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be smart. Like, doing it at first, okay, if you're doing it, cool. You know, and if ain't nobody got a problem with it, ain't nobody got a problem with it. But once people have a problem with it, this is your place of, this is a place of work. <laughs> hey, hey, Jerry, here's that brief. I don't want it if it's that easy. <laughs> Tupac, right? <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I look at first. I was like, is this even a real story? Right. How is this real? Dog. This man works for the state and he's 66. He's sending, 66 years old. Sending Tupac lyrics <laughs> in every email. It's so dope. Finding a way. It's dope. It's dope. It's funny, but it's like. Here's the thing, like you've seen the things where like the uh, sportscaster, newscasters, ones like yeah, they do the, the lyrics in yeah. every now and uh -huh. again. They do it, but they don't make it blatant, right? And it's kind of funny. You got to know the music mm -hmm. to catch the reference, right? He was just too <laughs> blatant with the yeah, shit. Yeah, he was too out there. <laughs> it's like everything was Tupac, man. Like, like if you splash it a little bit here yeah. and there, that's different. He had Thug Life cookies, man. Come on, in a government <laughs> building. <laughs> In a government He's 66 building. though Right He only had a job Two years <laughs> A fire Yo Yeah man. I gotta say Yeah they right They right I, I, You know <laughs> They right They right for firing this dude Yeah he should've known This shit is so unacceptable Like bro You can't do that Come on You can man. get away With a lot of shit Right If they really like you But Tupac lyrics though Yeah Every day Yeah Every email Got a Tupac quote you nah, got Tupac man. theme parties. You walk around with bandanas and thug life <laughs> cookies and shit like that. <sighs> Dog, nah, man. <laughs> Why he do that? To I don't know. I mean, he loved Tupac, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo, crazy. Some of this shit in, in, a, in a part of this is like, yo, this is while some employees praised Foxhoven for using Shakur to inject levity and inspiration into a stressful workplace. At least one complained to lawmakers about it last year. Yes. According to the emails provided under the open records law, because this is a government agency. It's a government agency. <laughs> when the government and when Governor Kim Reynolds told Foxhaven to resign, so the governor fired his ass. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Way to the top. Come man. on, bruh. <laughs>
<laughs> it was his first work day after he sent an agency wide email telling employees to mark Shakur's birthday over the weekend by listening to one of his songs. What he sent it to everybody, everybody, thousand employees. <laughs> Listen dog. to Tupac this weekend. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> the timing of Fox Over's mask email, which featured a large image of the rapper smiling. Oh my God. <laughs> and his resignation has fueled speculation among employees that the two events are linked. No shit. <laughs> you think this, there might be some connection between this giant 4,300 mask emailing with Tupac's picture right. and this man's firing the next day? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Maybe. Possibly. Mm. I wonder why he got fired. <laughs> Duh. But like the question of who fatally shot Shakur in Las Vegas in 1996, the reason for Foxhoven's record forced departure remains a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> who shot you? Foxhoven? Who shot you? They still trying to solve it. <laughs> we know who killed Tupac. Oh, man. We know who fired Foxhoven. We know why he got fired. Oh, man. He probably said his last email was probably hit him up lyrics. Right. <laughs> yeah. If he'd come back, that's what he's going to end with. Fire he, Roma in the me. <laughs> Straight up. In the me. Trying to give it D. Yeah. He's coming back with some of that, man. He's like, he going to be like Tupac when he got out of jail. Oh, man. <laughs> Blasting on everybody. Oh, man. Okay. So, yeah. yeah I, th I think we agree <laughs> on that one. Yeah. He deserved every bit of that fiery. Very fucking wrong for that. His ouster. He just did too much, man. Way too much. 350 pages. <laughs> 350. Two years. 350. <laughs> a year's worth of emails. <laughs> every day. Every day. He was, bro. Like, he was banging on him every other day, man. Like, every with some Tupac. <laughs> He wanted, but you know, Tupac fans are like that. We talked about that on the uh, rappers oh, yeah. we're supposed to like, but don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like motherfuckers can't understand when you don't really rock with Tupac like that. Right. It's like blasphemy to them. Yeah. It's like how dare you? <laughs> that's you know that's Pac, right? It's like it's like saying your mama, like in the hood. <laughs> right. 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 It is. <laughs> it is. Like, did you? What? Whoa! You say what? <laughs> what, you, what? Could you repeat that? <laughs> Hold on. What, hey, he just said you don't like Pac. <laughs> He said Pac ain't top five. Man, get up out of here, man. <laughs> get your ass whooped for not liking Pac in the hood. Okay. Yeah, that one is fucking hilarious. Okay. 66 years old, man. That's a granddad. Why are you sending Tupac lyrics to everybody? Imagine what he do with his family. Oh, God. You terrorizing them with oh, Tupac man. lyrics. <laughs> oh, man. That's horrible. Okay. Okay. We'll move to the second story. In the news this week, second story titled... Freddie Gibbs on Mad Villainy comparison. Doom can't rap as good as me. You already know how I feel about this. <laughs> That's why I picked this story. We already know. I was we like, damn, know. you was tight about this shit already. Okay, let me go back. And, uh, <laughs> you already know how I feel about this. And, and bring everybody else up to speed. You oh, know? man. <laughs> this shit is so funny. The bandana rapper makes his case for why he's a better rapper than Doom. Bandana rapper Freddie Gibbs recently made an appearance on Hot 97 and chopped it up with Peter Rosenberg for his latest episode of Real Late. The appearance is notable not only for Mad Lib's surprise appearance halfway through. Rosenberg claims that this is Mad Lib's first radio interview ever. That's not true. Mm. Or how the three speak on Jay Dilla's timeless legacy or even Gibbs displeasure with Kanye West's taking Mad Lib's No More Parties in L.A. beat, but rather Gibbs declaring that he's better than MF Doom. 
After talking about Mad Lib and Dilla's Champion Sound album as J-Lib, Rosenberg shifts over to Mad Lib and Doom's Mad Villainy album. Have you spent time with that? Rosenberg asked Gibbs. Definitely. I tried to top that, Gibbs responds. I used to hate when people would be like, oh yeah, this Mad Villain. I'm a competitive guy and I know Doom can't rap as good as me at all. He can't rap like this, fam. He made a good project. That's MF Doom, bro. He's an icon, Rosenberg replies. I don't care. I was like, I can rap better than this dude, but I can make a better album. But can I make a better album than him? That's my focus, Gibbs says before adding, I got to make something as great as he made. At the beginning of the interview, Gibbs also discusses his time being, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. <sighs> right or wrong? <laughs> Dude, I can read your mind. I already know what you're about to Come say. Come on, bro. What's your thoughts on this? See, like, I have I have many a thoughts on this. For one, as a as an MC, I understand the competitive nature of the game. Yeah, yeah. But real reality is reality. Like, <laughs> Bandana is not a better album than Mad Villain by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> like, by any stretch of the imagination. I haven't heard it. I, yeah. I got to hear it. I need to hear it. And I bro, heard maybe one song. I remember Doom lyrics. Yeah. Doom says memorable shit. That's a fact. Give me a give me a Freddie Gibbs quote. He don't got no bars, bro. I I I mean I'm not trying to yeah. He don't have no memorable bars. Like he can rap. Does he even have a a verse that people quote as like this verse is incredible? I've never heard one. People always be like, "Yo, Gibbs is dope," but I don't hear nobody quoting no Gibbs. Right. Was like he because he can rap yeah he can i mean technically technically he can rap and that's that's one of the things about today is that if you get over some good production and you can yeah. rap then you blowing these young kids minds because of the other shit that's out there that they're comparing it to that's true you know what i'm saying and i just don't mess with gibbs like that i'm not saying he's whack i'm just saying there's no way that he's a better rapper than Doom. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how did he escape our rappers we're supposed to like, but we don't. I don't know. He's really blatant one that probably should have been on there. But you know what? Like that just shows how little <laughs> he ain't even. It, he don't even register with us, right? How little that he registers on the on the on the meter. <laughs> we don't even think he's supposed to like this fool. <laughs> we don't even think about him though. <laughs> Like yeah, you know, I, he's, no just there. He's, just yeah there. he's just there. He's just there in the in the and you know just out there just, just doing whatever the fuck in the milieu. Just lost. Yeah. yeah, I don't. <laughs> there's no. I mean, I understand his perspective as far as the competition part. Yeah, but yeah, yeah man, I, I agree with you. Like when you when you posted that shit on Twitter, I was like, damn, Logic's mad about this shit, boy. <laughs> Yo, Matt. Yo, I was I was tight. I thought about. It, I was like, you know what, Gibbs. This is the era where everybody feels they're the dopest rapper. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, it's like. On one hand, I feel like yeah, he he know he ain't rapping better than MF though. Right, but he ain't supposed to say like I'm not. I wouldn't say that you know. I'm whack compared to Doom. Like, I would just I would, say it's, we doing two different we doing, things. Yeah, like you know, to each his own. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Apples and oranges. Right. You know, you, he do his thing. I yeah. do my thing. It's going to be polarizing. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I would never just say I'm better than this guy. Right. But I will say that about, like, if someone said, print, 
you know, who's the better rapper, you and Gibbs? I'd be like, I'm way better than Gibbs. He's well, trash. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would take right. it there. I would take it there with him. But not with Doom. I would just be like, yeah, right. I mean, have you heard? Name me one line that Gibbs has that's like fire. In comparison, I mean, he's, in comparison he's, to a Doom line, even. Yeah. Like, if you do know a Gibbs line. Yeah. Put a Doom line and a Gibbs line next to each other and tell me which one is more fire. Apples and oranges. <laughs> It's polarizing. It's going to be polarizing. It's polarizing. Teach his own. Yeah, man. I just can't. I can't. There's no way I can agree with this. Yeah. I, I, part of me, too, because you notice this thing didn't come out until the day the record came out. Of course. Or the day after. Of course. And so part of me is like, hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting mm-hmm. that they waited until the record came out to say, oh, yeah, he thinks he's better than Doom and he's rhyming over, you know, these beats and da da de whoop de whoop I was like, that's marketing, man. Yeah. Like, remember a few years back when, um, uh, gosh, who was it? It was you, God, was saying that the RZA stole a bunch of money from him. It was like five, six yeah, years ago. Yeah, I remember that. And he went on his rounds on Hot 97. Mm-hmm. He was on everything. RZA stole from me. RZA got us out here fucked up. RZA ain't shit. And it was like, damn. RZA looking shaky. RZA mm-hmm. had to get on the radio and be like, look, man, that's not true. Here's the receipts. Whoop de whoop de whoop. Last mm-hmm. time I talked to this man, we were straight. I don't know why he's saying this. Then they invite you guys back up there. You guys like, hey, man, I was just, I had a new record coming out. <laughs> I just had to, you know what I'm saying? Just, <sighs> just fan and flames. Yeah, you I know? Just stir something up to get y'all interested because y'all wasn't going to have me on here mm-hmm. just to talk about you guys like that. Right. So I had to use this other shit. And then, you know, what's crazy. It's like, remember the, the Wu-Tang movie came out? Mm-hmm. What, like a month ago, two mm-hmm. months ago? Yeah, the uh, docu-series. Yeah. Now, who was dissing the RZA again? Mm. You got mm. saying the RZA's beats are trash this mm-hmm. time, right? Mm-hmm. Is that a coincidence? He probably got something dropping. It, it, the movie was dropping. The tour oh, was yeah. happening. Yeah, 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 all that. Right? So it's like, on one hand, like I believe that to some degree, yeah, you should always think you're the dopest rapper. Mm-hmm. But a lot of this shit is marketing. Oh yeah, it's just guys being like, "Hey man, you know the the new movie come out, right?" And I, and I know you're not gonna talk about me if I just say the shit is fire, right? So let me just diss fucking RZA, <laughs> let me diss my man, yeah. Let me just diss motherfucking Madlib or or Doom, you know? Because Madlib's supposed to be like, you're not even supposed to talk about that shit, right? Don't even put us in because yeah. we not you not in, yeah, even yeah. in the same. Like the thing is. Even if he was as good of a rapper as Doom, they're completely different types of rappers. Yeah. Cats that are in the Gibbs most likely are not necessarily in the Doom. No. Or vice versa. And if they are, it's just only because of Madlib produced them. Facts. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's like, it's marketing, man. So, I mean, it has to be. I, I clearly, I disagree with this man, and I think it's marketing when yeah. I look at it, and I don't know if it's going to work, though, but... It's interesting. It is. It is. You know, I just wish he, you know, sometimes like who who does who does Gib thinks is is better than him? Probably nobody. Yeah. I mean, he's a rapper. Like we got egos, man. You know what I'm saying? And and when we in those positions, it's we can't ain't nobody gonna I mean Migo everybody in Migos probably think they a better rapper than Doom. You know what I'm saying? Like rappers are (laughs) rappers are rappers. You know what I'm saying? Even even if the facts ain't supporting it. We say whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's the thing about this era, man. I wish the era where like cats could just you say some shit like that and the motherfucker have a uh, uh, challenge you to battle immediately. Exactly. Or y'all, you know what I'm saying? Or, that was the nineties. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, where you feel that way? Prove it. Yep. 
You know that like, shit would have been on BET, <laughs> right? Straight up on now, Rap City. They would have met on Rap City yeah, in the basement. You say it, and no one says shit. This is mm-hmm. like, oh well. Now we argue amongst fans, but yeah, the the artists don't don't take that shit to the point where it's like, we'll I'll decide. I'll show you I'm better than you. Yeah, let's prove it. How however you want it mm-hmm. on record, face to face, yeah, whatever. It's just it's different now. Yeah, very much so. Okay, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Where? If you've been listening to the podcast recently, then you know I've been working on a brand new book that I hope to have out in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at waitlist.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book, back in stock. Word is blog, back in stock. And my most recent book, What a Night, a book about the worst shows of my career is back in stock. All back in stock, and you can get all three of those for just $25 on waitlist.net. Once again, all three of my books are available for just $25 on waitlist.net. Back to the show! <laughs> that just can't, man. <laughs> Got you so tight. <laughs> funny. He's like, like, no. I can't let this go. Absolutely not. Twitter fingers. Yeah. Activate. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Form of mad rapper. <laughs> oh. Okay. We back. We back. Yeah. The most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Super duty tough work in your face this week in hip hop news. Uh, Jermaine Dupree. Come on, bro. <laughs> this is a funny one. Well, you know, this is the title of the story is uh, Jermaine Dupree defends his stripper rap comments. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, a lot has been made of Jermaine Dupree's comments about female rappers, but he wants to set the record straight on what was and wasn't said straight from the horse's mouth. We talked to JD on TMZ Live Wednesday about an interview he recently did with People Now that's been catching tons of backlash in and around the hip hop community. He said some of the hot femcs in the game right now sound like strippers rapping. When asked specifically about Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, and Megan Thee Stallion, going on to say he didn't have a fave of those because. He felt they all rapped about the same thing. <laughs> yeah, Drake. <laughs> For the record, Cardi is the only one of the above mentioned MCs who used to dance. Nikki and Meg did not. What does that have to do with what they rap about, though? Right. See, they're trying to defend them. Mm-hmm. Jermaine clarifies that his remark was only aimed at the artist he was asked about and made a point to say that his statement was not meant to be a blanket label on all female rappers. He also recoils against claims he's sexist, saying nothing is further from the truth. Cardi weighed in on the issue herself, basically saying she's giving the people what they want, so she's gonna keep rapping about her pussy till people demand otherwise. <laughs> like that statement alone. I'm gonna keep rapping about my pussy Till whatever. Till I stop selling records. Till the cows come home. Yeah. Basically, until y'all stop me. <laughs> Jermaine points out Cardi appears to have heard this complaint before and that his remark is likely a widespread sentiment that's only catching fire because he's the first big name to publicly voice it. Namely, the most popular female rappers right now focus heavily on sex. Whether he's got a point or not, 
Jermaine does have a solution of sorts for the ladies. If they got bars, he got beats. Oh, well, I don't know what that guy do anything. Yeah. Is he right or wrong? I mean, when you base it on the names that he was asked about, yeah. he did not make a blanket statement about females in the rap game. Yeah. He was asked about three people yeah. who do rap about sex yes. very often. It is the foundation of a lot of their <laughs> of their careers. So, like, is he wrong? I don't think he's wrong about those girls. Yeah. Now, granted, of course, there's a whole bunch of females that right. are rapping about other shit. But yeah. he was asked about three in particular. And if you go listen to their songs, what is the common denominator? <laughs> they talk about the pussy and sex. And, you know, you could, you know, he's right because she didn't say he was wrong. Right. Cardi B never said, hey, we rap about a lot more than our pussies. Mm-hmm. Cardi B said, hey, that's what the people want. I'm going to keep rapping about my pussy. Right. <laughs> he got to be right. He's Come automatically on. right if she didn't deny it. Yeah. And everybody getting up in arms just because he made this comment. But again, when he's clarified, he's like, I was asked about three. Yeah women in particular yeah i was not asked about female rappers in general right right he's right man i mean look we talked about this y'all heard it here first folks mm-hmm. we talked about this so why female mcs fail mm-hmm. in the industry and the first one of the first things we talked about was the bad bitch archetype the fem- the three female rappers he's talking about all fit the bad bitch archetype man mm-hmm. They all are women who are putting sex and shit first. You know, the bad bitch. I rap about sucking dick and my pussy all the time mm-hmm. and putting sex first. He's not wrong. He's not. It's, it's just that him saying it has these people who pretend that that's not true in their feelings. They they don't like that. He said it. Right. Like it's OK for her. To, if, if she came out and said it, they'd be like, girl, you're right. We got to change this industry. Mm-hmm. He says it. And all of a sudden, oh, Jermaine Dupree, you're not qualified to say that because he's a man. Yeah, that's how they're going to say. See, the only one and, and the only one out of the three that I've ever heard rap about anything different is Nicki Minaj. Yeah, she's I mean, I've heard her just spit bars before. Right. I've never heard. And this Megan Thee Stallion, I heard one song, which is horrible. Stripper rap. Um, and Cardi, all she raps about is sex and money. Yeah. I mean, that's it. He's right about them. That's it. Yeah, it's a trip, man. It's like, I don't know what people get so offended about this shit for when somebody points it out. Because it's a man pointing it out. Yeah. That's why. Right. Like, who better to say that someone is using sex, leading with sex, than a person who's on the opposite side of that? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, who are the who was that shit aimed at when it's aimed to attract it's putting sexual energy into the air they know what they're fucking doing mm-hmm. it's like because a man said it now he's sexist man jermaine dupree is overqualified to speak on that you know what i mean say it he's overqualified you go back and look at jermaine dupree's resume jermaine dupree put out children rappers mm-hmm. you know when no one was putting out children rappers he didn't have them doing or saying anything that wasn't respectable. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was young kids rap. You can play in front of young kids. Mm-hmm. And it was still huge. Mm-hmm. Right? Those kids ain't had to put out no records as adults. Right. You know what I mean? They's probably still eating off them crisscross records. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Dupree put out, uh, what's the group put out? Not, was it not Total? Uh, Escape. Escape. Escape was his group. That was an R&B group. They wasn't leading with their pussy. Mm-hmm. It was clean, wholesome R&B at the time. Yeah. Right. Most of it. Most they have, of they it. They had some joints. Couple bump and grind some racy joints. joints. Yeah. You know. But like, 
how it was presented visually mm-hmm. wasn't what Cardi B, Nick, uh, Megan, a stallion, and them are doing. It wasn't that. You know what I mean? Right. And the brat was the furthest thing from that. Thank you. The brat was like a girl just rapping as hard as the fellas. She was a female Snoop. Yes. Straight female up. Snoop. No female sex Snoop appeal. Dog. Nope. And she was cute. Oh, yeah. She could have literally like got sexy mm-hmm. and we'd have been like, ooh, you seen yeah. a brat? I seen a brat in a dress. Really? <laughs> like, fine as fuck. Oh, oh, yeah, dog. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This was back in 98, too. Oh, yeah. She's looking good back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's still in her heyday. Yes, sir. Prime back then. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, like, not only has Jermaine Dupree uh, been around the industry, he's actually invested in female artists mm-hmm. more so than almost any other man in the industry, save maybe Puffy. Mm-hmm. I think he's overqualified to have an opinion on those three artists. Yeah. And he's someone who has made female artists successful without that. Yeah. And so I, I think he's right, man. I think he's right in terms of them. Obviously, it's a bigger conversation that needs to be had about the greater, you know, a right. uh, 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 population of female MCs. But I think there's a lot of female MCs who are kind of afraid to say what he said. Well, yeah, because they don't want the backlash because they don't want to be seen as not supporting female rappers. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's like, yo, you can support female rappers without supporting that yeah you can support female rap without supporting bad female rap things that demean females yeah like he didn't say they were strippers rapping he said they sound like strippers (laughs) rapping one out of three is pretty much extra (laughs) right (laughs) right Yeah, man. So I agree. I don't think he deserves any backlash. Nah. But he will get it because of, of the political will. climate we're in now. You know of course what I mean? I can't we gonna cancel Jermaine Dupree. Mm-hmm. As soon as this song come up, y'all gonna be just getting hyped to that shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's uh that's the third joint. Yeah. Okay, let's go on to this fourth story. This one is just something that shit happened. I think this is just today mm-hmm. or yesterday. And so this is, I guess there's this this video, this dude doing the live NPC stuff in the car, right? Right. And uh, this shit's crazy. I mean, it's kind of on a level of like uh, A-Rap beats, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. real uh, in, live NPC drumming, finger yeah. drumming, chopping samples, whatever. And I guess Meek Mill saw it. Meek Mill's comment was, where is this guy at? The game needs you, mm-hmm. right? And then Cy High the Prince quoted him and said, exactly. I can't find producers that chop samples no more to save my life. Where the hell is he? Like, real shit. Bullshit. The Prince. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm sure your Rolodex cool. is full of, of producers that I wish I could call. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for one, Kanye's still chopping samples. Exactly. That's your man. That's your man. He put you on. Come on, bro. You write for him. Come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and if you got access to Kanye, you got access to Jess. You <sighs> could probably on. call Pete Rock. Come on, man. You could probably call Primo. Come on, man. Come on, bro. Imagine the up and coming producers that are just in their circle that don't, we don't even know who right? they are. Come on, man. Have access to them twenty four seven. Yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. He's just talking out of, out his ass. He really is. Like I'm. Here's what I was thinking. I was like, Sci High saying that. He can't find no producers that chop samples no more. It's like a prostitute saying ain't no good men out there. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, yeah. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> number one, bro. Like. 
it's not that they're not out there. Mm-hmm. It's that you're not even where you need to be to be. Come on, it's seeing them, right? You know what I mean? There's plenty of good men out there. Mm-hmm. You're just on some other shit, right? And that's okay, but don't uh, act as though they don't exist because you don't want to use one. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you don't fuck with them. So it's easier to act like it's kind of like the people who go out who from Columbus. You know, motherfuckers, when you go out all the time and then you go through a period where you don't go out. And some people, when they stop going out, they be like, oh, man, everything in the city dead. Yeah, man. Ain't nothing to do. Nothing to do, man. <laughs> everything is whack now. Right. But it's like, yo, you don't even be going out. Yeah, really? You ain't even looking. Yeah. You ain't even out in them streets. Yeah. You taking care of your kids and your wife, which is cool. But right. you don't got to pretend that the shit ain't out there just because you ain't fucking with it no more. Right. And that's what I think this is because he got a lot of people tight with this shit. And it's, it's true. It's like, we know that there are more producers with a web presence and more of a, a scene for production than ever. Oh, yeah. At any point in our careers. That are chopping samples. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like some doing it just right then and there. Like, there's no shortage of that. No, not at all. Plus, you got the guys, like you were saying, who've been doing it for 15, 20 fucking years, 25 years, the Pete Rocks. The premieres, mm-hmm. the Just Blazes, mm-hmm. the Kanye Wests. Yeah. Like, they ain't went nowhere. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, like, you from Chicago. So you telling me that you don't got access to any producers that chop sample. Come on, man. He lying. Come on, bro. He front like a motherfucker. Come on, bro. Come on, Sci High. It's, we know you. Come on, man. Just pull up the Rhythm Roulette channel. Yeah. Just watch Rhythm Roulette That's it. and make a phone call. Come on, man. Good boy. Yeah, man. Bullshit. It's, it's straight up bullshit, man. It's like so. So I guess so. Later on in this shit, uh, didn't Pete Rock? Yeah, respond. Yeah, Pete Rock responds to the tweet. Says, "Come on, bro, knock it off. I am right here. You guys gotta reach out." Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Make that phone call, bro. They're not calling Pete. No, they're not calling Pete. Or they waiting for somebody to come to them. Yeah. Like Sai, you a dope MC, but. Cats ain't knocking down your door to give you beats. And even if they are, why don't you fucking pick some shit that you say don't exist? Come on, bro. I mean, his album, his album that he put out, yeah, had joints on it. Yes, yeah, he had very, some joints. Very many, a lot of joints with samples. What is he talking about? Here's, like, dog, you're just saying you capping, man. He is capping. This shit is not real. Nah, it can't be. It's not real, man. Come on, side. We don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, what it makes me think, though, what would have been an interesting discussion based on this is not that you can't find producers that don't that chop samples is that it's not financially feasible to put out heavily sampled music anymore that's a completely different conversation right i think that would make a lot more sense if dudes just came out and hey i can't afford to clear the samples y'all right instead of you know i mean y'all ain't doing what y'all need to do no more right because it's because that's obviously (laughs) obviously a lie yeah it's just it's expensive it's expensive with the way the record industry is right now even cats on his level can't afford really to put out a record with samples because it's such a high ceiling. Yeah, you can't sample everything. Like, there's gonna, I mean, you start getting into the rights and who owns this and who owns that and mm-hmm. the writing and the publishing, right? Yo, you could fuck around and lose half of your writing just on the sample yeah. part of it, right? As, a, as an MC. Plus, you got your label mm-hmm. uh, and all this other shit. So it's like, dog, co writers. 
we know why y'all not sampling no more. Oh yeah. Let's not rewrite history. Mm-hmm. You're not sampling because it became financially uh, difficult mm-hmm. to sample at a time when synthesizer music and shit like that and yeah. re- recreating these samples was on the rise. Was on the rise because that's the only reason New York hip hop doesn't sound like New York hip hop anymore. Of course, there are still plenty of producers making that sound. It's just when you get to the highest levels, you got to have an artist like a Kanye, mm-hmm. like a Jay-Z, whose sample, whose last album had nothing but samples nothing and chops on samples. it. Nothing but samples. You got to be at that level to really pull it off uh, financially. Now. And who was the producer that produced 444? Um, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, it, it was Common's old producer. Yeah, no ID. No ID. Still sampling. Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah. bro. Yeah, still producing. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Yeah, he, he capping. Uh, That's just on. not yeah. real. It's not real. Not real. Okay, so yeah, uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. What up, everybody? Quick reminder Super Duty Tough Work hoodies back in stock. We got smalls back in stock. Medium back in stock. Large back in stock. Extra large back in stock. 2XL sold out already. My bad, y'all. But yeah. Every other size of the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, order yours, and support the movement. Rep the squad. Back to the show. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Last story. Last one. Hip hop this week. Mm-hmm. Man, well, this has been funny. We ain't do these tonight. Nah, we ain't. Yeah, we need to do this. Like, this need to Every, get back in the repertoire to sprinkle yeah. it, sprinkle it in. Yeah, we don't really talk about this stuff. People always be asking what we think about shit like this. Yeah. And, you know, some, you know, Twitter ain't really, you can get some characters off, but this is a better yeah. format. Be- much better. Much okay, better. this next story, this is the last story. And it's titled Tiny Jag pulls out of afro future fest she's a rapper rapper tiny jack pulls out of afro future fest after learning white people would be charged a different price to attend (laughs) i can't even get this okay jillian graham (laughs) aka detroit-based rapper tiny jag pulled out of a local music festival this week because she disagreed with its pay model in which people of color would pay less for tickets than white festival goers Graham said she only found out about Afro Futures Future Fest pay model when a white friend reached out to her and sent her a screenshot via Instagram that outlined the pay difference. The early bird people of color ticket was ten dollars, while the early bird non people of color ticket cost twenty. <laughs> wow. I read this story. I was immediately enraged just because I am biracial, Graham tells Metro Times. I have family members that would have, under those circumstances, been subjected to something that I would not ever want them to be in, especially not because of anything that I have going on. Graham says after the festival confirmed the price structure, she immediately withdrew from the event and requested that she be removed from any promotional materials. She says because she had publicly supported the festival without knowing about the discrepancy between ticket prices that she had to publicly withdraw her support as well. She did so by taking to Twitter. She indicated feeling triggered, <laughs> very triggered, oh God. very triggered, Come and on. discussed how the pay model would have affected her family personally, specifically a grandmother. A lot of songs I perform are f- from my first project called Polly. That is my grandmother's name. How do you want me to come to a performance and perform these songs off a mixtape that is titled after this white woman that you would have charged double to get in there? Like it's just outrageous with so many angles. I am. I, okay, hey, I'm I like, feel that. <laughs> So, you know, there's more here, but we'll stop there. Was she right or wrong? 
I, I mean, from her perspective, I think she's right. I, I completely understand her yeah. how she feeling because on some real shit, black people would have been pissed if this was reversed. Let's say it was a country festival. A country festival where black people got to pay <laughs> twice the price for the early tickets and y'all would have been like, oh, well, that's their, that's their model. You know, I'm like, come on, bro. Why is this okay? Yo, this is one of the most ridiculous things. Why is this okay? Ever heard. Why like, is this okay? How did it get this fucking far? Dog, this I mean this can be new. Is this a new festival or something? Yeah, this is new. Like so this is the, the first year is, they did this. I don't I'm, know I'm talking about the they, festival. Oh, I don't know about the festival's history, but yeah, this story is new. Yeah, the story is new. I know the story is new, but I'm saying as far as the festival, if if this festival is established, yeah. then this ain't new. This been here. It yeah. just so happens that everybody's just gone along with it. Yeah. I mean, if the festival is new. I mean, you, you can go to jail for that. Yeah, this this is discrimination. Yeah, you can literally go to jail for that. Like, come on, bro. That's ridiculous. Like, this is not tight. Look, I'm, I, everybody says they're all for equality, but some of the shit people be pulling is just ridiculous. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm embarrassed as a black man that a motherfucker would just try to like <laughs> exploit this shit like that. Like, it's, are called, we just, it's called the people of color. This early bird. POC discount. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Yeah, yeah. that's a racist shit. Get the POC discount, bruh. Oh, non POC. <laughs> Charge them double, dog. Like, come on. They check, you know, you pat them down extra hard at the door. Oh, white people here, guys. Pat them down extra hard. <laughs> come on, bruh. <laughs> come on, bruh. If the roles were reversed, Duh. The cats will be marching. Do these people live in a world where they've never been to a rap show before? I guess. I don't know. Do they not know rap? White people come to rap shows like all the time? It's not like a new thing. Like, they're not like they just started fucking with rap. Do they Do they not know this? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, like, do they know that most of these rappers that they like have probably majority white fan bases? <laughs> Have they thought about this? I don't think they have. That the consumers buying this shit are mostly white. Like, have you? What? <laughs> what? This is stupid. <laughs> Hell yeah, she right. This yeah, she's right. It's like the the whole fake woke shit. This is a, a perfect example of fake wokeness. Mm-hmm. When that fake woke shit go too motherfucking far, it's like, right. okay, look, we all know what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. This is 2019, and this is a fucking rap show. Right. Like, what does that have to do with this rap show? Like. I can see if motherfuckers want to give double, let them give double. Right, right. But you it just, should be voluntary. Yeah, but why is there this assumption that? <laughs> Yo, this is. I mean, this. I think it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's so fucked up. It's funny. Yeah, it's so fucked up. It's funny. Like it's so bad. It's so fucked up that you gotta laugh at it because like it can't be real. It's the kind of shit you joke about, but you don't really do. Right. Like yo, what if we charge white people double? But you don't do that. Yeah, shit. you don't do that shit. You don't really, really make that shit an option on the ticket <laughs> website. Like they really made it a for real option. Like white people buy these tickets. <laughs> the non POC. Come on, man. Half off. Come on. <laughs> I think she did the right thing, especially because yeah. it's like yo, this is kind of uh, look, I, I. Yeah, this is just some super fake woke shit, man. Like, <laughs> motherfuckers is too woke now, man. They taking this shit too far, man. And then they want to backlash on her like she doing something wrong. Bruh. Yeah. Like she doing something yeah, wrong. Yeah, they acting like they mad at her. Like, who's mad at her? Like, she didn't do nothing wrong. They should not. They don't have no I mean, people were mad at her. Like, well, we think it's right. You know what I'm saying? No. No. What's right about it? There's nothing right about that. What's right about it? It's lazy as fuck. It's like, yo, man whoever decided this shit clearly has not been into the real world mm-hmm. 
that we live in as far as like music is concerned. Right. That shit sounds good on your fucking college campus when you in your inequality class and you're mm. learning about history and, and all of this shit. So, oh yeah, we just gonna charge white people double on everything. And everybody, oh yeah, it sounds good. And everybody's all cheering around you and crying because white guilt is in the air, you know what mm. I mean? So thick you could cut it with a knife. But in real life, people just wanna go see a rap show, bruh. Yeah. This is not a fucking humanities class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Can I just look, watch you rap? Like, yeah, I just want to see you rap. That's it. I just want, why do you got to put all the extra yeah. shit into it? Yeah, all that mustard on it, man. I don't need all that extra mustard and hot sauce on it, man. Just give me my fucking sandwich, man. No, because if this was, if this was a, any type of white concert where this was uh, done, yes. cats would be screaming racism. Come on, man. They would be screaming injustice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Protests outside the festival, <laughs> picket signs, all that shit. Right. Bonfires right. and shit. Like, yeah. cats would have been on it. Duh. It don't make no sense, man. But then they just want to try to justify it. Uh, they want to throw a tax on there, bro. This shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. This shit is whack. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we could read the rest of this, but I don't even think we need to. Because no. <laughs> y'all can look this shit up anywhere, man. Okay, but yeah, this shit is, uh, let me see. Oh, yeah, the festival organizer said some bullshit. It said, oh, while festival organizers decline uh, the paper's request for comment, they explain their rationale behind the ticket prices <laughs> on the festival's event right page. Equality means treating everyone the same. Equity is ensuring everyone has what they need to be successful. Our ticket structure was built to ensure that the most marginalized com communities, people of color, I don't even like this people of color phrase, man. I, I fucking I would, hate this phrase. Yeah, that's... Oh, uh, come on. Keep going. Keep going. Bro, we could do a whole episode about why I hate this fucking phrase. Keep going. <sighs> it, it makes me fucking tight. I don't even like reading it. Are provided with an equitable chance to enjoy enjoying events in their own community. So you're saying black people can't afford $20? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so so should I... So should you're I telling be, me I'm poor right. and fucked up just because I'm black. Right. That's not kind of fucked up? Come on, man. Come on. So you telling me to come to your concert, you're going to give me a discount because otherwise I probably couldn't afford yeah, it. Yeah, because you, you need this handout. Uh, yeah. Because you a victim. Yeah. Because you broke. You come poor, on, man. You marginalized. Come on. Like, have they ever heard of successful black people? Like, are we out there? You know, as black people can afford a fucking $10, a $20 concert. And if we can't, then we won't go. Yes. <laughs> It ain't no like oh, capitalism. I feel, I feel marginalized right. because they charge it twenty dollars. Uh, oh, it's hurt so bad. I just won't go. There's white people in here paid the same as me. <laughs> uh, I'm so marginalized. It's like, dude, this shit has a presumption that everybody black is fucked up and poor mm -hmm. and unable, and it, and it completely erases the the tales of success and the stories of success of of our best and brightest mm -hmm. in favor of this uh we have to always be looked upon as downtrodden and fucked up victims yeah I victim hate, mentality I hate this shit people love color fuck are you talking about we're talking about concert goers here right if you can't afford a show, you're not going. <laughs> Straight up. That's it. We're not talking about electrical services or, or, or what? City taxes. We're talking about a fucking rap show. Mm. People be taking this shit too fucking far. Way too far. Uh, uh, okay. So, yeah, this shit. Um, I just don't know what to say.
it's just it just pisses me off you know what's worse about this is that like the people who feel like we feel don't have a voice in these discussions mm -hmm. like if you were to go on twitter if i were to say what we just said here on twitter i would get attacked Oh yeah, of course. By saying we're probably gonna get attacked saying this. I mean, straight up, <laughs> like we probably gonna get some some. They you know, y'all y'all ain't woke. Y'all don't yeah. know. Why can't you know? what I'm saying uh, like they should be able to do. They've been doing it to us for yeah. four hundred years. How you we know? gonna get some get back? It's like no, that's not it, bro. Not not. That's not, not it. They're gonna say they're gonna they gonna try to take our black card. We ain't black enough. <laughs> you know, like we ain't woke because enough. we don't want to. We don't want to be called poor, right? I don't want to be looked at like that. No, if I can't afford it, I won't go. Yeah, and if I can, then I'm in the house, right? Other like what? I want no fucking discount, bro. Yeah, man, fuck this. <laughs> like black people should feel offended. Yeah, at their reasoning for for doing yeah. it this way. Yeah, they should feel offended and should fucking boycott the fucking festival because of this, right? And you know all the rappers on the bill was gonna guest list twenty five people. You anyway. already know. So let's just keep it funky here. You not making no money, <laughs> right? You know all the rappers was walking in twenty five people. Easy. Why you need a black discount? <laughs> you know that crew is twenty five D. We, we gonna ensure you don't make no money. You put too many rappers on the bill. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The black ones and the white ones. Right, right. All of them. <laughs> Especially the white ones. That's they whole equality. family. They whole family coming in. Oh, we got to pay double. Yeah. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Sneak around the back, y'all. Yeah. Uh, that's equality. Yeah. Everybody sneaking their fucking friends in. Hell yeah. But everybody gets 20 people on the fucking guest list and sure you make zero dollars. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's what they should do. All the groups should get together and say, yo, yeah. let's guest list all, everyone. All rappers are equally fucked up. Like, just making their people pay for a show. <laughs> yeah, man, this is whack, though. Yeah, man, that's, that shit sucks. Okay, well, that's it for this week, man. Yeah, this was a good one. Right. We do have to do this more often. Yeah, we'll try to break these out maybe once every maybe month or two man yeah. and see what people think well, i guess if y'all listening you know as y'all see topics hit us with uh you know yeah news clippings yeah, little clippings you know what i'm saying yeah. we'll favorite those joints and we'll, we'll we'll line them up and then we'll do one of these every uh month or two yeah so sir. uh yeah that's it man we'll see y'all next week all right peace peace thank you for listening to super duty tough work Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. Huh?